Welcome back to the Raptors show on the Sports Radio Network. I'm your host, Swim Lou. Got Blake Murphy here, too, co-host of the Raptors show. Dennis Schroeder, join us uh, on the line once again. Dennis, um, breaking news in the NBA right now. We just saw that uh, the Bucks have let go of Mike Boonholzer. Oh, sorry, Mike Boonholzer. I'm uh, sorry. That's a that's a previous head coach. I'm just looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> they had let go, but uh, you know, last summer they let go of Adrian Griffin, and it seems like Doc Rivers wow. might come in. Yeah. Did what's your initial reaction to this? Oh, that's uh, I mean, surprising. Um, but I mean, sometimes you know, it, it don't work out. Um, the organization don't feel you know that is you know, it's the right fit. Um, I heard a lot of uh, stuff the, the the players talked about, but I mean, um, whatever you know they decide. I hope uh, they're gonna be good. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, closer to home. Raptors lose last night to the Grizzlies. I mean, look, it's it's obviously disappointing because you know as we you and I talked about it before the game, like you guys are still trying to win. You guys still think that there's like a really good chance here. There's a good group here. But when you see it on the court sometimes, I think last night you guys got up to a bit of a slow start. It was difficult to get going once, you know, Memphis had the lead and they had momentum. But um, what happened last night against the Grizzlies? Like, what do you what do you think was sort of the issue behind uh, the loss? Yeah, I think um, it's frustrating for sure um, to lose that game. Um, especially they had a lot of people out, but they still, you know, been able to get some uh, road wins. Um, but um, this is really disappointing. Um, I think we should have, you know, won that game. Uh, but we didn't really come out right, you know. Uh, I didn't have the uh, 48 minutes, you know, mentality, um, getting off of a good start and uh, making sure, you know, we get this W. And, um I mean, we for sure want to make the playoffs. Uh, that's my goal. You know, I want to make the playoffs. And, um, uh, yeah, we, we, we got to find out a way, figure out a way. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we got three days off now. And uh, get to practice in tomorrow, the day after, and uh, get on the same page because, you know, we got a lot of new players as well. And um, then we go from there. Dennis, I don't mean this as a, as an excuse for you guys, but you have been playing without Jakob Pertl. Um, how how much does that change what you guys are trying to do uh, on the defensive end? I, you know, I think specifically you mentioned you guys got out to a, a bad start yesterday. Jaron Jackson kind of cooking early on there. Um, how have you guys had to change things without Jakob in the lineup these last couple of weeks? I mean, Jakob is a... Uh, I keep saying it like he's one of the you know best big men um, who can you know set screens, catch the ball, uh, finish a one to win, um, blocking shots, changing shots. I'm not saying he is uh, a Joel B type player, but I mean as a center, just for about winning a winning organization, I think he's a great piece. And uh, of course, uh, what the Toronto Raptors want to do, uh, I think he fit right in. And um, that's the reason why he got that contract. And, uh, of course, right now, um, he's missing a lot. But I think, you know, Jante, they're, they're still doing a great job. It's not just, you know, them. I think it's a, just a, a team thing. We just got to be um, mindful of playing for 48 minutes. Can't have those, you know, like two, three minutes where we didn't really, like, score. And um, 
don't get stops either, and they get off a you know like a 10-0 or 15-2 one. Um, can't have those. And um, if we you know locked into that, we we get a chance you know to win the game. Yeah, I mean, I think because of the trades too, the roster is a lot smaller. You know, like at the start of the season, you know, with the group, a lot of times you were the only guard on the court. You know, it was you in the starting lineup. You know, OG playing two. Uh, Pascal playing three or four, Scotty playing four or three, whatever, and then Jakob. Like, that's a really tall lineup that you would typically see in the league. Now, a lot of games, like, I think in the, in the games against the Bulls, you guys went small to close. It was you, Quickly, uh, Gary, and I think Bruce Brown alongside of Scotty. Like, that's four guys that are six, four and under. So, when you guys are playing smaller like that, I know you got that experience from OKC. Um, what are some of the things that you guys need to do as the guards to sort of make sure that there aren't games where you guys give up like 20 offensive rebounds, for example, like last night to the Grizzlies? Yeah, we got to rebound. Um, I think that's a big emphasis uh, of what we're trying to accomplish now the next couple of games. Uh, give us a chance to win games here when we rebound. And uh, I think we had those problems a little bit when we was uh, a big lineup mm -hmm. as well, um, beginning of the season, but we just got to, you know, do it in practice and then create a habit, you know, that we're doing it every single time when the ball goes up, find our man, box out and secure the rebound because we want to play fast uh, in transition. So that's the reason why we sometimes, you know, try to leak out right. and uh, we can't have those. And uh, we just got to secure that rebound and then um, play, uh, you know, transition offense from there. Hey, Dennis, uh, last, one last question from yesterday's game. But I noticed, um, I think the Grizzlies got called for defensive three seconds last night at one point. I think in the third quarter. And uh, you had gotten the ball and you were standing at the line. And then Scotty came over, kind of tapped you uh, on you know, the, the chest, and then eventually Scotty took the free throw. Now, Scotty made the free throw, but I'm just curious, in terms of, like, in, in, the, in the NBA, like, what's the typical process in terms of deciding who shoots those technical free throws when anybody on the court could shoot those? I mean, whoever got the best, you know, free throw percentage, um, I think is uh, really important. Uh, it's, a, it's a big free throw. You need every single point you can get. Um, so, I mean, he came to me, and, I mean, he, he played great. And uh, he said, I want to take that free throw. I was like, yo, you sure? He said, yes, I'm stepping up. And mm. uh, I was like, okay, make it. You know, I don't have no um, no problem with, you know, uh, giving up the free throw. Um, but at the end of the day, like, we got that point. Um, yeah. Um, and Scotty made it, so uh, he can take the next one as well. Yeah, he was a uh, 9 for 9 from the foul line last night. But to to your credit, you are leading the league, or leading the league, leading the team in, in field, or free throw percentage at uh, 86. 87. 86.6, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm going to round up for Dennis. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll round it up. Yeah. We'll, we'll round it up. <laughs> you know, it's almost 90, really, when you think yeah. about it. Yeah. Which is basically 100. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is me talking about grade 12 teachers, yeah. man, when I'm trying to apply for university. We'll go as high as Jose Calderon's record. We're not going higher than that, but we'll round it up to... Uh, to that one. Yeah, um, he was at 98, I think, I'm for gonna you? Get to, yeah. I'm going to get to 90 end of the season. Okay. All right. That's well, my goal. Okay. Hold you to that. Um, okay. So, Dennis, we've talked a lot about, you know, the new players that you guys have brought in and trying to work them in. Uh, a couple games back, you guys were in New York, and you got to see a few of those guys. And, and I know you'd only spent half a season with, with OG and Malachi and Precious, um, but I know that, you know, you work pretty closely with Malachi, trying to bring him along, you know, doing your shooting, your shooting competitions together and stuff like that. Um, how was that experience going back up against those guys so soon after the trade? 
I mean, first of all, great guys, you know, um, Precious, OG, ML. I had a great time with them uh, for a few months. Uh, get to see them every single day, working with them. Um, I mean, to Mel, you guys know we had a good relationship. You know, we seen him uh, the day before in New York, too, played a little cards and, you know, was just talking, got... Um, Went to dinner as well, you know, talked about life and how he likes it there and his change. Um, Precious and OG I seen at the game, you know, and um, talked to OG um, in the back in the locker room and just, you know, because I think like he changing the whole organization from them, you know, and uh, he's doing a really great job of like his plus minus since he got there is is, uh, insane. So, I mean, I'm really happy for him. He likes it, and um, that's what it's all about, just to be happy. And um, I think it's uh, really, really important for them to, um, you know, for him to keep grinding. Mel as well, when he gets his chance to get on the game, just to, um, you know, give everything he can to uh, to get on the floor and um, get that rotation minutes, you know, and uh, Precious as well. He killed us. Uh, he oh, played man, really he well against off. us. Uh, and yeah, he went off. Um, but like I said, like um, they my brothers, and I'm uh, really happy for them. And um, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Well, you, you're seeing other changes too, right? On the flip side, you see RJ and Emmanuel coming in, and you know RJ, I think has hit the ground running. Like he he's he's shooting really effectively from the field. He's got a high field goal percentage. A lot of times he's leading your guys in scoring. I think for quickly he's been kind of up and down, and I. I want to ask you this because you also made a similar transition where you were really effective off the bench and then eventually you got a chance to start and how that kind of changed in your approach. Now, I think it was within the same team. I was all in Atlanta. You, did, you didn't change teams like quickly did midseason coming from New York to Toronto. But what was that adjustment like when you went from being the spark off the bench, you could score a lot, you can have the ball in your hands a lot versus when you're starting and you got to set the table and, and make sure everyone's involved in addition to scoring as well? I mean, he got to do, um, he just got to go through it. You know, he never experienced that. Um, he's still young, his fourth year in the league, um, new team as well. But I think he's doing a great job because he's just a, a good guy. I think he's doing a great job of, you know, um, keeping everybody engaged, being, uh, you know, good with everybody. Um, on the court, I think he just got to be aggressive. Um, he just got to be aggressive when two is, you know, when two people is on him, he just got to pass it out. It's that simple, you know, and, uh, sometimes he thinking too much and I know where it's coming from, but I mean, he just got to be aggressive and I think he's gonna, you know, find it real quick, um, and, or real soon, let's say it that way. And, uh, he's just getting comfortable, you know, in that position, um, making sure everybody's involved, you know, you got to find the good rhythm with Scotty, you know, um, and um, I think then uh, he's he's he's, he's going to be good. He's going to be uh, real good for us. How much do you find yourself talking to him over the course of the game, whether at you know at a timeout in, in a huddle, you know, halftime things like that? Are you do you find yourself doing that pretty actively? Like, hey man, you you could be a little bit more aggressive here. Look for your shot here. I, I see this opportunity for you here against this defense. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I try to talk to him when I see uh, something, you know, I try to make him better for just, you know, having a good conversation, telling him, listen, I think this is uh, what you got to do. Um, but being aggressive don't mean shoot 20, 30 shots. Just being aggressive, getting to the rim and then make the decision, you know, for your teammates and for uh, the best of this team, you know, and um, 
I think uh, he just can't think too much. If he, you know, think too much, then he start guessing and he just got to go be aggressive, be himself. And uh, I think then he's going to be just fine. Yeah, well, you know, he's he's a young guard. We've already seen, like, the upside, too. Uh, he can really shoot the three. Um, I think he's just not shooting that well in the paint right now, but clearly has that ability to shift speeds and, and get into the paint. So I'm, I'm hoping to see um, him because he's, he's going to be here a long time for the Raptors and just seeing his growth. Um, now, one thing I've been wanting to ask you for a while was just, you know, you've played with a lot of great teammates in your career. You know, you, you were in Boston. You played with those guys. The Lakers, you just came from LeBron and AD, enough said. You know, even before that, you were playing with All-Stars. Okay, so you're playing with All-Stars. So I wanted to do a thing where we just kind of draft a, a, a starting five, a former teammates that you've played with before. Now, I'm going to take you out of this equation. I'm going to take the current Raptors out of this equation. I just talk about former teammates. But if you're cool with that, I, I want to actually just draft like an all-time five, Dennis Schroeder five, you know what I mean, of former teammates. Former teammates. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, because in Atlanta, I played with, you know, really unselfish guys who just want to win. Mm. I'm not saying the guys here now are selfish. I'm just saying that we had a team over there uh, with like eight people who scored maybe eight or nine points or mm. ten points, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. And um, that felt like a, like a real team and like a like a togetherness. We really excited every time in practice. And it was just a special, um, a special group. And uh, of course, all those guys uh, I love, but I mean, if it's just about, you know, the quality of, um, you know, uh, on the court, getting a bucket. Um, of course, I say LeBron James. Okay. I say Russell Westbrook. Uh, PG thirteen. Ooh, uh, Jason Tatum. Ooh. Um, I mean, Shay and Jalen, those two guys. I mean, they they really special. Um, I left out a lot of guys too, like CB three. Yeah. Yep. You, you might know, need a center um, here too, otherwise you're gonna uh, have to. You're asking LeBron to play center in this lineup a little bit, maybe. So hold on, that's that's just um. From point guard to center? I mean, we can do it that way. I'm, I'm just picturing nah, what you, this lineup would look like. That's all. It's your game, man. It's I mean, your if team. It's a, if it's a lineup, then I got to be, I got to be, um, I'm going to do Shea. I'm going to do uh, Jason Tatum. Um, LeBron at four. AD at five. Mm. Uh, who and then probably PG, yeah, probably Paul George. Man, look, Russ is thriving as a sixth man with the Clippers right now, so Russ could be the sixth man Bro. on this team. It's cool. You don't understand how, how good the, 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 the bench might be because you know. <laughs> You got we got Chris Paul coming off that bench. We we got Jalen Brown coming off that bench. Kyle Korver is a shooting specialist yeah, off the bench. Kyle Korver is a shooting specialist off the bench. You know we 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 got Al Horford. You know Paul Millsap. Al Horford. Yeah. Jeff T. Jeff T. We yeah. got a lot of people. CP3. Mm. I mean, I play with a lot of a lot of people. Got a lot of knowledge knowledge from them, like what they do on a day to day basis, on the court and off the court. Mm. 
Um, I think I helped, you know, Jason Tatum when I was in Boston, helped him transition because I just came from, you know, LeBron James, seeing what he do and um, helped him a lot, you know, um, off and on the court. Um, and I mean, poor George, my first year with uh, OKC, oh, he had yeah. that MVP season. Um, he was unstoppable. I mean, he got hurt at the end of the season, but I mean, he was... Uh, Pretty, pretty damn good. And he's playing uh, right now. He's playing on a on a high level as well. Mm -hmm. um, of course, Bron, AD, play with a lot of people, man. Yeah. No, man, you, you're going to have a lot of jersey swaps in the course of your career. Yeah, yeah there'll be a For lot sure. of... For I'm, sure. I'm, I'm trying to get every uh, every jersey right now. Every jersey. So I played against. I wanted to ask you a jersey-related thing because Bruce Brown told us the other day, he gets to Toronto, he sees that Jonte is wearing number 11. So he texted Michael Porter Jr. and was like, hey, would your brother give up his jersey number? I'll give him 10 grand. Yeah. So he gave Jonte 10 grand to give up the jersey number. You've worn 17, German national team, every team you've played for except the Celtics where it's retired for John Havlicek. Um, have you run into a situation like that where you had to get someone to give up your jersey number? And, and would you? Like, is it that important to yeah. you that if, if someone else had 17, you'd be like, hey, man, here's a, here's a little gift. Give me my number back. Uh, trust me, it's going to cost more than 10K all right, yeah. for stuff. I, I don't know about I don't know about uh, paying somebody, um, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna get that number though. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. uh, I love uh, my number seventeen. I mean that was my dad's favorite number. He passed away when I was sixteen, and uh, that number means a lot. Seventeenth mm. pick uh, in 2013. Mm. Uh, last year uh, we won bronze medal with the national team, and that was 17 years back. Uh, that we won, you know, a medal before, and wow. uh, the seventeeners keep uh, keep chasing me, and um, you know, and uh, I gotta I gotta get that everywhere I go. That's a cool story. I didn't know that. So, yeah, that is yeah. very cool. Also, though, you just gave away all your leverage. If you ever end up somewhere, as everyone knows how important it is to you now. That person's gonna no, it, it, you drive a hard bargain. If he tells us story... nicely, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. ask always nicely. I'm gonna yeah. ask him. Listen, uh, it means a lot to me, and uh, see if he work it. You know, if you can't work it out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, listen. If you say that's my dad's favorite number, you got you, you just gotta give it up, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm folding yeah. instantly to that. So, um, Dennis, <laughs> take care. Enjoy a couple of days. I know Darko said it, it was kind of like an, another training camp for you guys. So, I know you guys have been running around. You guys got a long road trip kind of ahead too. But uh, you know, enjoy this time. You know, get better as a group, and we'll see you guys uh, take the court again on Friday. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, Dennis. Sure.